It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. <coughs> <laughs> everybody and welcome to another edition of the Anthony Aniano Fantasy Sports Show, Fantasy Football Week 13 Preview and excited to be back on the air. I haven't been with you now for a couple of weeks. Last Thursday was Thanksgiving, a well-deserved night off. And the week before, both myself and my co-host Doug, uh, we had some other commitments that night, so we weren't able to come at you two weeks ago. So it's been a few weeks, but uh, we are back and excited to be here in case you were wondering. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony Aniano, and joining me, as he always does, every Thursday night, partner, colleague, and co-host, uh, Mr. Douglas Dalla. Doug, happy Thursday, December 3rd. Uh, feels good to be back on the air, my friend. How are you? Um, crap in a brick, Anthony. It's, it's that time for uh, fantasy football playoff season. I have uh, every team right on the wire where I might or might not have a postseason, so I'm a little bit nervous. Yeah, you know, I don't blame you because your season in the league wearing together depends on you beating me this week. Um, I have Calvin Johnson in my lineup. He's already put one in the end zone. Um, so that's going to be fun. I've locked up the one seed. I've locked up most points. Uh, back on top where I belong, it does feel good. So I wish you luck this week, my friend. Um, I'm not going to spill all my secrets, I guess, as uh, we're playing each other, but it should be interesting nonetheless. I uh, want to remind everybody, you could follow uh, the show on Twitter at Fantasy. Check out its Facebook page, the Anthony Aniano Fantasy Sports Show. Go to iTunes, download, subscribe, rate, comment on the show on iTunes as well. Phone lines are open all night, 347-838-8088. And you can check out my work over at rotoballer.com, where I host their fantasy football show, co-host their show every Tuesday night at 9.30 Eastern. And sign up for DraftValet.com. I'm one of the experts there. And uh, get all the best fantasy sports advice over at DraftValet.com. Doug, quick update on tonight's game. And my God, if the Green Bay Packers just fallen off a cliff, there's no way around it. They're losing to the Detroit Lions tonight, 17 to nothing. Uh, if you played a Green Bay Packer in your fantasy lineup, you're hurting right now. Aaron Rodgers, 80 passing yards and an interception. James Starks, nine rushing yards. Eddie Lacy, five carries for four yards. Looking like the last couple of weeks have been a bit of a fluke. Uh, leading receiver on the Packers is tight end Richard Rodgers, two catches for 34 yards. Other than that, James Starks, Devontae Adams, two for 10, Randall Cobb, two for nine. I mean, there is literally nothing happening on the Green Bay side of the ball. Uh, on the Lions' side, Matthew Stafford's been red hot. He's putting himself back into the conversation as a must-start fantasy quarterback. He's at 99 passing yards and two touchdowns. One touchdown to Calvin Johnson, who's two catches for 37. Eric Ebron with one, his only catch at three-yarder. Golden Tate, four for 35. Theo Riddick, 
three catches for 17. He's giving you about four or five points in a PPR league. Amir Abdullah leads the rushing uh, category for Detroit, eight, eight carries for 47 yards. Joy Bell, only one carry. It's looking more and more with last week and now this week. Abdullah solving the fumbling problems, starting to run away with the uh, RB1 job there in Detroit. If he's available, he might be worth an ad. Now, Doug, before we get into all of today's games, though, i got to ask you this. Fantasy playoffs are essentially a week away. Week 13 is probably the last week of the regular season. For most leagues, week 14 starts the postseason. If you've been reliant on Aaron Rodgers, probably a second-round pick, maybe a third-round pick in your draft, he has not been good. There's just no way around that. Do you trust him and say, it's Aaron Rodgers, I've got to play him here on out? I mean, odds are you used him this week. But next week, you know, are you trusting Aaron Rodgers in your lineup First round of a fantasy playoffs, he's facing the Cowboys, who are actually tough against the pass. What do you do, Doug? You know, uh, two things, Anthony. Number one, this is one of those seasons where there's a lot to pick from, from the waiver wire at quarterback. And if mm-hmm. if you're relying on him, uh, try not to. Uh, hopefully by now you picked up somebody that's decent. A lot of, I mean, there's possibly still maybe Fitzpa- uh, Fitzgerald is left. Uh, Fitzpatrick. Say, Fitzpatrick, sorry. No, Fitzgerald is not available. Uh, may, maybe, mm-hmm. dare I say, Brock Osweiler, possibly. I mean, I'm just not I'm not, I'm not. not faithful with uh, Aaron Rodgers right now. And number two, can we please stop with the conversation of is it Aaron Rodgers or, or, uh, or Tom Brady? Tom Brady is the clear number one quarterback in the NFL right now. Uh, you know, and, and as far as people – uh, I haven't seen the rankings in a while, but they keep on putting up. They keep on putting the Patriots number two and the Packers at number one. I hope to God that that, that is over with. Well, you know, I mean, Patriots are the clear number one team in football this year. I don't think anybody's even going to debate that coming, even coming off the loss to Denver. And I agree, Brady this season best quarterback in football. Now it's going to be interesting to see, and we'll get to his game in a little while. Um, going to be interesting to see what Brady's able to do this week. Uh, at home against the Eagles, terrible, terrible defense Philadelphia has. However, Brady's reliant now on Amendola and LaFell. That's literally all he has to throw to. Gronk not going to play. Edelman is still out. So Brady's got his work cut out for him, kind of easing him in. Eagles are, uh, are the worst, the, the worst defense in defending wide receivers in the league. So that does help Brady's situation a bit. But uh, I was actually able, in the league, I owned um, Aaron Rodgers, Doug. Somebody gave up on Matt Stafford, and I was able to grab him. Now, I didn't nice. play him this week. I'm in the playoffs already, so I'm probably going to take a loss because I, I stuck with Rodgers one more week. Matchup seemed good against Detroit. That's going to bite me. However, going forward, I strongly need to consider uh, using Matt Stafford instead of Aaron Rodgers. And next week, the Detroit Lions, uh, with a favorable matchup, as they are going in week 14 against the Rams. Actually, not a favorable matchup, but I think still a matchup I'd favor Stafford in over Aaron Rodgers. But, Doug, let's get started on Sunday's action. Let's go through all the start sits like we always do on Thursday night. And let's start with the New York versus New York game. 1 o'clock Eastern time, a must-win for both teams as they cling to playoff hopes. The Jets technically at the Giants. Doug, this has all the makings of a shootout. Me, personally, I am all in on both quarterbacks. 
I'm all in on the top wide receivers on both teams, Odell Beckham, Brandon Marshall, Eric Decker. And I'm all in on Chris Ivory of the Jets. Is there anybody I'm missing? And realistically, how much do you expect out of these quarterbacks and wide receivers? Well, I, I got to say, you know, I mean, I'm a Giants fan. Uh, Anthony, you are too. I'm a bit happy for my, my Jet fans' friends because if they finally have a decent team, and for once in a long time, I think they are clearly the best team in New York, even better than the Bills. Uh, so <laughs> I'm all in. Um, I, I, I would throw uh, Ivory in there as well. I'll put Ivory in. Is Brandon Marshall and Eric Decker, are you agreeing with both of them as as top 24, wide receiver one for Marshall, wide receiver two for Eric Decker this week? Oh, absolutely. Marshall, he's one of those guys I just can't stand. I swear, every time I've had him twice, and those are the seasons he bombs. I stay away from him, I swear him off, and he has huge years. He is... Yeah. Easily a number one wide receiver this, this this year. 931 yards, nine touchdowns on the season. Eric Decker has eight TDs. The shame of it all is the Jets really don't have a tight end you can count on. Giants are terrible defending in the tight end, but don't don't get cute and play a Jets tight end. Doug, what about in the Giant backfield? I know it's a mess. Are you willing to roll with Shane Vereen in a PPR format? Or let's just be honest, we haven't seen enough from him. And it's really Eli, Odell Beckham, and maybe Ruben Randall? Uh, I would play Randall in, in deep leagues as a flex, yes. Vereen, you know, he's up and down. I, I, would, I would put a flyer out for him uh, in a 12 or 14 team league in a PPR only. Definitely PPR. Uh, standard league, I would not play him at all. Yeah, I agree. I expect Ryan Fitzpatrick to have a pretty big game. Um, he has statistically one of the top, the number two ranked uh, uh, um, opportunity here, I guess you could say. The Giants right. are the second worst team in the league in defending opposing quarterbacks. Ryan Fitzpatrick is a must start this week, folks. They are not good in defending the quarterback position. Um, as far as the wide receivers go, both teams have a nice situation. Uh, Giants, we know, give up a boatload of big plays. They've given up one a bunch of times. And the Giants, this is a surprise to me as I was looking at the numbers before the show, Doug. The Jets' defense is the ninth worst defense in the league when it comes to giving up fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. Darrell Revis is not playing, it seems, still suffering from concussion uh, symptoms. Odell Beckham is in line for another monster, monster game. Are you concerned using Eli Manning, though? Giants O-line a little beat up by injury, although Richburg and Pugh came back to practice. They are a little beat up. We know the Jets pass rush. That front seven is good. Are you concerned about Eli, or is he a must-start? You know, uh, the Giants O-line, as you know, Anthony, uh, they've been a little banged up for the past few years, and I'm not, I'm not happy with them at all. Uh, but you know what? Eli, he's he, he's legit. I would start him. I would definitely feel comfortable starting, starting him. Uh, I just wanted to reiterate what you said before. I have it in my notes. Uh, the 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 Giants are the second worst team against a tight end, but uh, Jeff Cumberland has two targets per game. So, I mean, on paper, he, I mean, it looks great for him. But like you said, don't get cute, don't take a risk. Uh, he's uh, don't even have him on your radar. No, I agree. Um, although the Giants are bad, the Jets' current tight end situation is is worse. It's just not a yes. factor in their offense. All right, Doug, let's move on. Next game on the slate, the Arizona Cardinals facing the St. Louis Rams. Now, this is interesting. 
This one we've actually got something to talk about because Carson Palmer has the fourth worst matchup. The Rams are the fourth best defense in the league in terms of allowing points to quarterback. That's going to be a tough struggle for Palmer against this Rams defense. And and the Rams are the third best defense in the league in defending wide receivers, making things difficult for Larry Fitzgerald, John Brown, Michael Floyd. Carson Palmer is arguably MVP of the league, if not fantasy football this year. He's in the top three with Brady and Cam Newton. <laughs> what do you do here? Are you still? I'm still playing Palmer. I know the Rams matchup is tough. I'm still going to play Palmer, even though the Rams are very tough against quarterbacks. What about you? Are you running scared or are you staying with the guy? No, uh, you know, one thing that, you know, we always say, get, get there, play the guys that got you there. It's, it's late in the mm-hmm. season. You're making the playoff push. Don't get cute. I mean, Carson Palmer, he's a top quarterback. I mean, uh, like like we said, on paper, it's not a good matchup. But, you know, he's legit. He's a top guy. I mean, he's almost up there with Brady. Would you sit Brady? I wouldn't. So I wouldn't sit Palmer. Either. No, I wouldn't sit Brady. And people wanted to get cute last week and sit Brady against the Patriots. And I, I immediately advised against it, even though he's playing the Broncos. I mean, Carson Palmer has 27 touchdowns to nine interceptions this season. I get it. The Rams' defense is good, but Carson Palmer's at another level. I am not letting the stats that support the Rams' defense as a top five against QBs and wide receivers scare me away here. I'm still using Palmer. I'm still using Fitzgerald, John Brown, Michael Floyd. Doug, where do you see them? I really have them as wide receiver three flex options at best. What about you? Yeah, I agree. Uh, maybe a two or a three flex. Uh, I'll play John Brown. I'll play Fitzgerald. Um, I'll play David Johnson as well. I, I picked him up in one league in a PPR format. I'll play him as well. And, you know, and, and uh, contrary to that, I will sit the Rams' defense. I will not play them against the Cardinals. I just won't do it. Really? Even though they're that highly ranked, you're more concerned. So really what you're saying is Cardinals' offense greater than Rams' defense. Statistically, Rams' defense is good, but so is the Cardinals' offense. You think Cardinals' offense wins this one out? Yeah, you know what I mean? It's very often, and we all know, a good defense will beat a good offense. In this case, I'm not sold. I'm just not. Fair enough. Now, you mentioned this name, and I've got to ask you, right? Chris Johnson has been a godsend for the Cardinals. Uh, off the scrap heap, uh, takes a bullet, comes back, having a nice season. Broken leg, he's out for a while. Andre Ellington would have been next in line. Turf toe, his listed as doubtful. Odds are he will not play. So that leaves the rookie, David Johnson. Hot free agent acquisition. Uh, was probably the top waiver claim this past the beginning of the week. What is your status with David Johnson? Are you viewing him as a, a PPR flex guy? Or is he, a, a regardless of, of format, are you putting him in as a running back? You know, he's on a great offense. Uh, I'm going to put him on regardless. Uh, I, I have him in PPR. Uh, standard league, I'll play him as well. I mean, I mean he's, he's, he's good. He, he's, he's probably the, the team's future for the most part. I mean, I know that Palmer's getting old. Fitzgerald's getting old. Uh, you know, I, I like David jo- uh, David Johnson, and I would probably put it in regardless. Yeah, I'm going to use Johnson. Obviously, it depends on your situation, but the truth is, right, Doug, your situation, unless you've been very lucky, your running back situation has been beat to snot. There's no way around yeah. it. And, yeah. you know, if you were willing to start uh, uh, um, uh, Spencer from from the Chiefs last week, or if you're starting Thomas Rawls 
of of Seattle. I mean, these are guys who you didn't plan on using, and now you're pretty dependent on them. Sean Drone of the 49ers plays with really become RB2s out of default. Uh, I agree. David Johnson's in that category. If you're lucky and you don't need him and you have two elite guys, obviously stick with him. But David Johnson, if you need him, get him in your lineup. Doug, what about Todd Gurley? Let's be honest, he's probably the only fantasy-relevant person. He and Tavon Austin. Arizona's defense we know is good. Gurley has struggled mightily of late. Are you still having faith in Todd Gurley this week? Uh, yes, you know, uh, there's two people I would play for the Rams. Uh, I would play Tavon Austin um, in a flex in a deep league, uh, mm-hmm. only if you're, in, if you're in a pinch. And you know what, Gurley, he's just too talented. I, I can't bench the guy. I can't do it. Todd Gurley, you know, he hasn't rushed for 100 yards since week eight. And since week eight, the numbers have basically gone down, right? We saw him come on weeks four, five, seven, and eight, over 120 yards each of each game. Since then... 89, 45, 66, and 19. Now, what had been saving him is he had had scored touchdowns in five games in a row. Uh, Last week, he did not get in the end zone against the Bengals. His yards per carry was down to 2.1. This is a tough matchup for him, but I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt as well, Doug, against Arizona. And then brighter days, week 14, he plays Detroit. On paper, that should go well for him. Uh, We're going to have to see what happens, obviously. But I'm going to keep Gurley in. I'm with you on that. And I love Tavon Austin this year, Doug. Uh, He has been terrific. 304 yards rushing, 343 yards receiving, combined seven touchdowns. I agree. He's been a solid, uh, solid flex player all season. Yeah, you know, he's not getting a lot of love. He's not getting a lot of print, uh, basically because of the team he's on. Because he's been, you know, Gurley's getting most of the press. He's getting most of the hype. But, yeah, he's a nice little uh, cheeky little player for you. All right, let's move on, Doug. Atlanta Falcons, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Devonta Freeman is back. He's a must-start. Julio Jones, he's a must-start. My question is Matt Ryan. 16 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Tampa's defense is not bad. Um, I, like Aaron Rodgers, I'm having a hard time finding faith in Matt Ryan. You? Yeah, you know, I have him as a starter. I, I, you want to play him. I mean, he's a he's a talented guy, but you know the, the matchup for him. He's, he hasn't been playing well against Tampa Bay, so I'm a little bit nervous there. But you know what? If I have him, I, I it's kind of hard to bench him. Yeah, I mean, I, I got him Ryan, kind of high. Go ahead. No, I was going to say though, when I look at matchups this week, I play Ryan Fitzpatrick over him. Oh, easily, easily, definitely. I, I would uh, play. I, I I would play. I could I can make an argument that I would play Ryan Tannenhill over him. You know the Dolphins have a nice matchup this week as well. Uh, the Ravens defense is terrible. You know so yeah, there I mean, are a couple of matchups yeah. out there that I I would be able to walk away from Matt Ryan, Doug. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, if he's available, Alex Smith against the Raiders, I would go yeah. over him. Definitely Blake Bortles against the Titans. I mean, there's there's a lot of matchups out there that I would definitely take over him. It's, it's tough because. You know, between injuries and people getting hot, you know, the the pool of players, uh, quarterbacks to take from the from the waiver wires is drying up. But I mean, there's a lot of guys ahead of him. Right. Uh, I would even consider it, and this one would be tough for me to pull the trigger on. Marcus Mariota. Uh, Mariota faces the Jaguars. Jaguars fifth worst team in the league defending QBs. Mariota could do something. Um, 
just another name to consider. Doug Tampa side of the ball, Doug Martin, he's in line for a big game. Atlanta third worst defense when it comes to defending running backs. Doug Martin's had a resurgent season. He's in line for a monster game. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, yeah, he, he's definitely a must-start. There, there aren't a lot of must-starts for the Buccaneers week to week, but he's he's the one guy. Uh, Mike Evans, I would say as well, they're definitely must-starts this week. Well, you mentioned Mike Evans, and we'll wrap up this game with this one. Atlanta Falcons, surprisingly, second-best defense in the league, defending both quarterbacks and wide receivers. Uh, Jameis Winston, I can understand not playing him. Does that right. stat scare you away? From Mike Evans, um, it, it's you know it scares me, but it doesn't scare me away. Uh, he's, I mean, if you have him, he's maybe your he, he could be your number one uh, wide receiver. He's my number one or two in one league, and uh, you know I got to play him. I mean, he's they got they got to throw the ball somewhere. Jackson is probably going to be out. Um, you know, the tight end position is in shambles. They had a lot of a lot of faith in that you know the tight end position this year. With Jenkins, but uh, you know, you got to you, you got to ride with Mike Evans this week. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to go with Mike Evans. Vincent Jackson actually should be active. I would stay away from Jackson. I'm not a big Jackson guy, however. But Mike Evans, yeah. he's good to go. Uh, 49ers, Doug. Uh, I'm sorry. The uh, the Carolina Panthers at the New Orleans Saints. This is an interesting matchup. We saw what the Panthers did to the to the Cowboys last week. Are you afraid of Drew Brees, Brandon Cooks, and the Sarch facing that Carolina defense? You know, I, I actually have Drew Brees on the bench list. He's just not getting it done. Playing, he's playing the Panthers, and the Panthers, uh, I want to say, they're one of the top five teams against the quarterback. Is that correct? They are the sixth best sixth defense against QBs. Yep. Yeah, I'm looking elsewhere instead of Drew Brees this week. Uh, I'm nervous about uh, Sneed. It has a hurt calf. He might play. He probably will play, but I'm not. I don't feel very, you know, confident in him. Uh, I'm, I'm not. You know, I'm not. I mean, I might start start Mark Ingram uh, this week, but as far as the uh, the Saints, I'm thinking Ingram. Uh, I'm benching both wide receivers. I'll be honest. I have Willie Sneed on my bench. I'm actually yep. putting Brandon Cooks on my bench. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, t- uh, Carolina's sixth best against the wide receivers as well. You need a nice option to bench Brandon Cooks. I think I have one. Jordan Matthews of the Eagles actually has a very good option uh, uh, matchup against the Patriots. Ten most fantasy points allowed to wide receivers are the Patriots. I'm going Jordan Matthews over Brandon Cooks. That Carolina defense is legit. I'm staying away from it myself. Doug, Cam Newton, he's got the best matchup out of anybody this week. Um, I'm all in. Cam Newton, Devin Funchess, uh, Jonathan Stewart. I- I'm all in on all of those kids. I like Funchess a lot this week. Saints defense we know is god-awful. Worst defense in the league in defending quarterbacks. Cam Newton should go off. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I agree. Uh, I just have a, a bad taste in my mouth this week for Carolina. Uh, for Cam Newton, because he, he, last week I, I started him. Last week, Anthony, I had the choice of Cam Newton, Bortles, and Stafford. I played Newton, and he did the worst out of all three. If I played either of the other two guys, I would have been locked up in my other league for the playoffs, and, <laughs> and he burned me. But, yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, I mean, hey, you can't fit him this week. You just can't do it. 
No. You know, there are certain teams right now you have to play their offensive weapons. You you play you play against the Saints. You play against the Ravens. You play against the Giants. Those are teams you play against right now. Uh, their defenses just can't stop anybody. There's no nice way around it. Uh, Carol, uh, Jonathan Stewart, the Saints' second most points allowed to running backs. John Stewart should have a big game as well. Go nuts with those guys. Enjoy the benefits. Doug, Houston Texans traveling to Buffalo to, pay, to play the Buffalo Bills. Um, DeAndre Hopkins was a huge letdown last week. The Texans' offense, I think, as a whole was they played the Saints. A lot of people jumped on board there. But I'm sure. not running scared of Hopkins. Any interest? Brian Hoyer, Alfred Blue, do you trust him against Buffalo? Or is this only DeAndre Hopkins? I'm using Alfred Blue as a desperation running back only myself, depending on my injury situation. Yeah, I'm, I'm not big on Blue. I mean, you know, watching Hard Knocks, I was I was pushing for the guy. Um, I just don't I don't think he's really uh, – he's, he's definitely not a – NFL starting caliber player. Uh, as far as the Texans, I'll you know I'll play Hopkins. I, I on, in, in deeper leagues, I'll play Nate Washington as a flex, and yeah, I'll play Hoyer as well. Yep, Buffalo side of things. Tyrod Taylor. I'm all in on Lashawn McCoy. Sammy Watkins has been red hot. I'm going to go with him. Uh, Houston's defense though is playing well. I'm avoiding Taylor. I'll play Watkins. I'll play Lashawn McCoy because they're top 24 in their position, but. You know, I'm I'm lowering expectations, I guess you could say. Houston's defense is on a roll, Doug. Third in the NFL against the pass, and have given up one passing touchdown in their last four games. This could be a struggle for Buffalo's offensive pieces. Yeah, you, you have to play McCoy. You got him in the second round, if not the, the late first round. Uh, Watkins is a must-start. Yeah, Taylor, uh, he, he's banged up also. He, he's hurt, so I wouldn't want to start him. And uh, I'll play Clay. But uh, best, it's just a triangle there. It's a trifecta. It's McCoy, Clay, and Watkins, and that's all. The defense will not start either. The defense was you know, one of the top ranked, one of the top three ranked defenses preseason, and they just not have lived up to expectations this week, uh, this year. Yeah, I will start the Texans defense though against Buffalo. I like them a lot. I think they could be solid. Yeah. Doug, Baltimore Ravens at the Miami Dolphins. This, these are two bad teams, and Ooh, I would say it could job. be a shootout. But the Ravens don't have anybody left on offense. I am uh, Buck Allen is a must-off for Baltimore. Miami is terrible against running backs. Fourth most fantasy points allowed. So you're going to play Buck Allen. I'm also going to play Kamar Aiken of the Ravens. Uh, Miami does give up points to wide receivers, the third most in the league. Uh, obviously, you can't use Matt Schaub or anything like that. So, so are you in agreement with me? Buck Allen and Kamar Aiken are the starting guys to go with out of Baltimore. Yeah, I, mean, I I feel bad for any television station that's, that's airing this game because I mean, who's going to watch? It's just low expectations all around. I mean, two teams. Well, I should not. Well, I should not. I'm correction. Dolphins had huge expectations this year, uh, but yeah, this is a horrible game, fantasy wise, reality wise. I'll play Aiken. I'll play Allen, and I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, absolutely. Aiken is a flex option. Buck Allen is a top twenty-four running back. Miami side of things, Doug. Um, Baltimore is super tough against the run. They are uh, sixth best against uh, running backs. I'm staying away from Lamar Miller. He's been terrible anyway. Uh, Jay Ajayi has been useful, but I'm not willing to trust him this late in the season. Ryan Tannenhill has a great matchup, though. Baltimore is giving up the sixth most fantasy points to quarterbacks. I'll play Tannenhill. 
Jarvis Landry is a must start. What about Devontae Adams? Four catches for 80 yards. Is it too late in the season to thrust uh, a rookie into your fantasy playoff situation, or can you trust him here? No, you know, I mean, it's, it's a good matchup for for, uh, for Tannehill. He's got to throw the ball to somebody. I mean, I agree, Landry is a must-start. Yeah, I'll, I'll start Adams. I might even start in PPR league. I'll, I'll, I may throw Miller in there in deeper leagues in a, in a flex position. I mean, he's, he's more valuable as a receiver than a running back anyway. Yeah, and um, on that one I'm going to disagree with you on. Lamar Miller has, has not been good in any way, shape, or form. I find him... Uh, he will not be the starting running back for the Dolphins next year. That's my gut feeling. I right. don't think he's been that that bad. All right, Doug. Bengals at the Cleveland Browns. Uh, I'm staying away from everybody on Cleveland's side of the ball. Austin Davis is now the quarterback there. It hurts Travis Benjamin's value. Uh, they don't even have a running back. I guess Duke Johnson in a PPR format has a little bit of value. However, Cleveland side of things, this Browns defense is terrible. Um, Andy Dalton... They give up the seventh most points to quarterbacks. Dalton should go off. Uh, Jonathan Hill, uh, Jeremy Hill, sixth most points to running backs. Hill has a terrific matchup. A.J. Green, Tyler Eifert, heck, even as a low-end flex, maybe Marvin Jones, Doug. Is there any Bengal who you're not willing to start? Yeah, I mean, I, I might start their, their, their fifth running back. I mean, it's that bad a matchup <laughs> for them. You know, I mean, if, if you're smart, you try to – if you have a – a friend who has some Browns who's not so bright, try convincing that draft day that the movie was actual reality and start some Browns. Otherwise, I mean, maybe if if you know if you have everyone on your team hurt, maybe Travis Benjamin in a deep league as a flex uh, if you lost a bet. But that's about it. Yeah. If you were in a bind, would you go Travis Benjamin or would you go like a Gio Bernard, who's been inconsistent with his touches this season? You know, you have to go Geo there. I think. I mean, better player, you know, better offense. I would, I would definitely go Geo over Travis Benjamin. I mean, who knows if anyone can even block for uh, the Browns? I mean, who knows? Who, I mean, he he may not see the ball once. You never know. Geo will get some touches. You know, we'll see. What he, he's playing a horrible team. I would easily go with Bernard over Travis Benjamin. I agree. I agree. Doug, Sunday, one o'clock, Jacksonville Jaguars. Tennessee Titans. Uh, Tennessee's defense is surprisingly pretty good. T.J. Yeldon, Jaguars running back, faces a Titans defense that has given up the fourth fewest fantasy points to opposing running backs. Uh, Cause for concern is Yeldon the starting running back this week. He had the best matchup in the league last week against the Chargers, and he didn't do much with it. Uh, I'm willing to put Yeldon on the bench. What about you? Uh, well, for me personally, he's like my number one running back in a lot of my league. <laughs> so, I'm, so I'm going to start him. I mean, I mean, you know, I'm all in with uh, pretty much most of the Jaguars. I mean, you guys play Blake Bortles. I'll go with Yeldon. Uh, Julius Thomas has a great matchup. Uh, Robinson. I mean, these these two teams, Anthony, I think this, this matchup next year uh, could be very exciting if they have a decent draft. Two teams, we were discussing this, I think, uh, a few weeks ago. The Jaguars, we thought next year could be a great team. They've been on the low a little bit, but uh, these could be two exciting teams in the next couple of years. Yeah, they could. Alan Hearns probably not playing with concussion. Keep that in mind, but you're right. Robinson, Bortles, I'm all in on them. Um, I'm also uh, I'm yelled in. If, like, if you're in a situation like Doug where you need him, well, then obviously go with him. Tennessee side of thing, Mariota has a great matchup. Jaguars giving up the five most – 
fifth most fantasy points to opposing QBs. Mariota's got a nice match up there. Um, the running game, Antonio Andrews, if you're desperate, you're going to use him. That's really what I see happening. Delaney Walk has been a must-start tight end all season. Um, Jaguars, don't defend the tight end well. Keep Delaney Walker in your lineup. Doug, let's move on to the 4 o'clock games, my friend. Kansas City Chiefs, the hottest team in the league. And this is a team that you throw out the stats on. Because right now, if you look at composite stats for the season, they're including the Chiefs games 1, 2, 3, and 4, where they gave up basically 30 points a game. Since then, they have been pretty darn good. Um, They've won, what is it now, five in a row. The most points they've given up was last week, 22. They've given up less points in the last five weeks than they did in some games alone in the beginning of the season. They're red hot. Uh, They're going to Oakland, Derek Carr, Latavius Murray, Amari Cooper, Michael Crabtree. I'll tell you this, Doug. Uh, Chiefs defense against the run is terrific. Latavius Murray, unless I need him because I have no one else, Latavius Murray's on my bench. Yeah, well, you know, you you and I preseason what we were talking about taking wide receivers first, second, possibly third round. Uh, In one of my leagues, he's my number one running back, so I kind of have to play him. But besides that, yeah, he's on my bench as well. Yeah, uh, Chiefs are only giving up 12 points a game during their five-game winning streak. Uh, he's only co- he, Murray has only run for over 60 yards in a game once over his last four, 3.6 yards a carry. Uh, Chiefs defense is tough. Now, Chiefs defense can give up passing yards, though. We've seen that. Sammy Watkins had a huge game last week. I don't mind Crabtree. I don't mind Cooper. I don't mind Derek Carr. They're going to give you yardage. It's going to be tough for them to get in the end zone, but they'll give up yardage. Doug, does it matter which Chiefs running back it is? Whoever starts, I think, is a must-play. No, I agree. The Chiefs are just an anomaly. I mean, preseason, you know, the talk was the defense is decent. Uh, Obviously, uh, Charles was a a top pick, but he's gone. And, I mean, I'm just shocked with how well they're doing this season. It's nice to see a team like this finally overachieve a bit. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you mentioned him before, Doug. You willing to start Alex Smith this week against the Raiders? I am, definitely. Fair enough. I agree 100%. Jeremy Macklin, a terrific matchup as well against this uh, against this Raiders team. Doug, 49ers uh, playing the Chicago Bears. I got to be honest, Sean Drone has been a lifesaver here for the 49ers. He's gotten 20 touches a game the last three over 13 fantasy points a game in PPR leagues. I like him a lot this week against Chicago. Uh, for me, he's the only 49er truly worth utilizing. Are you willing? I would use, okay, here's what I'll say. I'll use Sean Drone over Latavius Murray this week. If those, that was a decision I had to make, what do you think? Okay, I have to be honest, too. Who is the quarterback for the 49ers? I have no idea. I mean, is Kevin Gabbard alive baby. anymore? I mean, geez. Blaine Gabbert. Blaine, wow. That, huh? You know, I mean, with that first name, he's definitely a star in the NFL. That's the way it is nowadays. <laughs> but I agree. Drones is the only guy I'll even think about starting. I mean, yeah, Anquan Bolden is maybe a low end flex. What about their tight end, though? Here's an interesting player Vance McDonald. Uh, literally unheard of until the last two weeks. He's got a touchdown in each game. He's got about 70 yards receiving in each game. If you've lost Rob Gronkowski, if you have lost uh, Jimmy Graham, and, you know, before the season started, 
those were the two top tight ends in football. Uh, whether Graham is still there is another conversation. But either way, McDonald is, has been a fan favorite of – there he is, Vance McDonald. He's been a fan favorite of Blaine Gabbert. Okay, last week, six catches, 71 yards, and a touchdown. Week 11 at Seattle, four catches, 65 yards, and a touchdown. That's 16 and 19 points in PPR leagues. Doug, if you lost Gronkowski or Graham, Vance McDonald, you could probably get right, pick him up as a free agent right now. Yeah, you know, I mean, let's be honest. There's not much to root for. I mean, from what I'm hearing, the the beer is worth is more than the actual tickets <laughs> in San Francisco right now. Or no, I'm sorry, the parking. This is the parking tickets are more expensive than the actual tickets to get in right now. He's getting some decent targets. He got four targets against Seattle. Uh, he made it worthwhile, 65 yards, seven targets versus Arizona. I mean, the guy looks like Conan the Barbarian. So, yeah, I, you know what? I would take a flower. And if, you're, if you're in a league where you have uh, 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 play, your playoffs locked and you want to have some fun, I would have no problem taking a flyer for McDonald. If you're, you know, yeah. if, if you're like me and you were, you thought that that Witten was was the guy to go to, and had to drop him, then definitely, you know, drop Witten, take McDonald. As a, it's a it's a fun pickup. Absolutely, I agree. Doug Bears side of things though, um, Forte Langford. Forte's the starter, so I'm starting him over Langford. I don't mind sure. Langford as a flex. Jay Cutler, I don't mind this week. And I certainly don't mind Alshon Jeffrey. He's been tremendous. Yeah, I, I would play both running backs. They're both getting some points, in, uh, especially in PPR. Uh, yeah, Cutler, Forte, Langford, Jeffrey. I think that's where I'd end it right there. Yeah. Uh, quick update on the game. Lions lead 20-7. to Packers scored. James Starks uh, took a run, fumbled the ball. Randall Cobb recovered it in the end zone for a touchdown for Green Bay. So it depends on how your league works. I know some of the leagues I'm in, that does not count as a touchdown for Randall Cobb. Stats update, 160 yards, two TDs for Stafford. Abdullah, 50. Golden Tate, 6 for 55. Calvin Johnson hasn't done anything since the touchdown. Two for 37 and a touchdown uh, there. Packers side of the ball, Rodgers, 131 yards. Hasn't done much. Uh, Starks, Eddie Lacy, I don't know what he's doing. Richard Rodgers is their leading receiver, three catches for 60 yards. Uh, Devontae Adams, two for 10. Randall Cobb, two for nine. Uh, Lions lead 20 to seven. Doug, let's move on to the next game of the day. Denver Broncos, San Diego Chargers. Um, Brock Osweiler. Is he a starting quarterback in your fantasy football league? You know... The name Brock alone, you know, he looks and sounds like a porn star. He plays like a stud. I, I would start the guy, <laughs> you know. I mean, he, he got it done against, uh, you know, last week. He he, he beat Tom Brady, you know. I mean, yeah. it, it's. I, I think he overachieved last week. I mean, I think this week he may come down to reality a little bit. But I think he'll give you 200 yards. He'll give you a, a touchdown, maybe two. The running game is great. The defense is basically what, what is keeping them alive this this year. But I'm um, I'm pretty comfortable starting him. Uh, and like we said before, I I may start him over Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. You know, no, uh, I, I could see that. Would you start him over Drew Brees? In a second. In a second. Now, now keep this in mind. 
Phillip Rivers, the Broncos' appoint, op- opponent today, Denver is the best defense in the league defending both running back, defending quarterbacks and wide receivers. Best one. Would you start Brock Osweiler over Phillip Rivers? Um, you know what? This week, I would. Um, I mean, you know, I have Philip Rivers has been a must start all year, uh, but I think this mm-hmm. year, uh, sorry, I think this week, I think I would probably sit him. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the worst matchup: Denver, number one against QBs, number one against wide receivers. Uh, I'm staying away from Chargers on offense. Their running yeah. game is non-existent. Their wide receivers are beat up. Inman, I know, got a touchdown last week. Gates had a nice game. Maybe I stick with Gates. Rivers has a tough matchup, though. Now, what's interesting here, Doug, we talk about Osweiler, and I can understand playing him, but the Chargers are the worst defense in the league against the run. Uh, This is a situation where I may be willing to use both Bronco running backs. C.J. Anderson has looked revitalized, okay, his last few games. Uh, Week 11 at the Bears, 59 yards on the ground, a 4.9 yard per carry. Last week, we know he ended the game against the Patriots, 15 for 113, seven and a half yards a carry, two touchdowns. Looks like C.J. Anderson's getting things going. I'm getting him back in my lineup this week against the Chargers defense that can't stop running backs. And I'm probably going to roll with Ronnie Hillman as well. You know, Ronnie Hillman, although Anderson outperformed the last week, Hillman, 14 for 59 in a touchdown, Week before, 21 for 102. It's a great matchup for both guys. If you own one of them, I'm all in. Get either one of those guys in your lineup this week, Doug. Yeah, you know, there there are two teams this week where I would play both running backs. That's the Broncos and the Bears. Used to be the Eagles, but uh, Ryan Matthews is hurt right now. But, yeah, I agree. Both running backs are legit. And and the thing is, either one can blow up uh, this week. Yeah, I think either one could blow up, but even the guy who doesn't blow up, I think you're still going to get a solid 60-yard performance and potentially a touchdown. Yeah, you want to do an update for uh, the game? It's a game now. It's a real game. It is a game right now. Uh, quick update, 20-14, um, to 14, Green Bay, uh, Aaron Rodgers with a touchdown pass to Devontae Adams, gives him three catches for 18 yards. Green Bay has come back, and for all the talk about Aaron Rodgers, that was an eight-yard pass. They're back in it. This Detroit defense is not that good. Still about four minutes left in the third quarter. Uh, I'm looking forward to wrapping up this show. Not that I don't love doing it, but, uh, (laughs) you know, nestling in and and watching the end of this game, maybe catch most of the fourth quarter there. So uh, 20-14 to is the lead. Stafford and the Lions have to do something. And this is where not having a running game kills you if you're Detroit because you've got to keep throwing the ball. And, and and Green Bay knows it, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Stafford is known for that inappropriate, inopportune time interception, so it may still be coming. We'll see what happens. All right, Doug, let's keep rolling along here with our games. Um, next up on the hit list, I'm sure, I feel like we, we've missed a game or two, but I, I don't Seahawks think we have. We missed. The Seahawks and the Vikings. All right, Doug. Russell Wilson's coming off a five-touchdown performance. Um, Minnesota, though, the third-best defense in the league against opposing quarterbacks. What wins, Russell Wilkinson or the Viking defense? You know, that, that's a tough one. Um, 
I would try for me. I would try to go with other options over Russell Wilson. Um, like we said, if there's still guys in the waiver wire that are available, you know, even even uh, Anthony Brock Osweiler or Russell Wilson. Osweiler. Yeah. I thought I I lost you. That was a deep thought there, buddy. (laughs) That was. That was a tough one. I didn't expect that one coming my way. Yeah, yeah. You know, Um, it's Russell Wilson or Drew Brees. Oh, Russell Russell Wilson Wilson or Drew Brees. Wilson. I got to go with Wilson. Wilson Wilson or Phillip Rivers? (sighs) Wilson. I mean, he, he lost Graham. Yeah. You know, uh, Beast Mode is out, even though Rawls is, is a very nice backup. Uh, it, it's a tough call, but, you know, if you have some other options, I would take it. But, if you know, if, if, you, if, you're, if he's your first running back, uh, sorry, quarterback, and you look at waiver wire, there are some options out there, but he's, I mean, he's, he's not even top 10 for me this week. Yeah, I agree. And what about Rawls? I, I'm, I'm okay with Rawls. What about Doug Baldwin, Doug? He had that monster game. Is that fool's gold last week, or is, is he a reliable wide receiver option, especially now with Jimmy Graham out? Uh, you know, he'll obviously get a lot more targets without Graham. Um, is he reliable? No. But, <laughs> I mean, he, he's one of those guys you have to take a chance with. Either, either suck it up and, and go for it or don't. But, I mean, you know, I had him preseason. I dropped him. He's a hot waiver wire guy. You know, he's just a little bit inconsistent. But uh, this week, I uh, I would start in, in in a deeper league. Uh, like I have one league where I have three wide receivers and a flex. I would play him there. Yeah, I would see him as my fourth guy, my flex. I get that. Maybe anything less than that, I'm going to have a hard time trusting him. Minnesota's defense is good. They're playing they good are. ball of late. Um, you know, th- that's going to be a tough game for Seattle, especially – in Minnesota. Now, Doug, Adrian Peterson is a must-start. We know that. But keep in mind, you may want to just lower expectations a little bit. Seattle, number one defense in the league against the run. The only one that's better right now is the Steelers in terms of allowing fantasy points. AP should be okay. I'm not expecting 200 yards, but uh, obviously you're going to play him. Staying away from Bridgewater, staying away from Diggs, and the Vikings wide receivers. However, I will start Kyle Rudolph, the Vikings tight end. He's been on a roll of late, and if there's one thing Seattle doesn't defend well, it is the tight end. Heath Miller was on a roll last week before he got hurt. Um, I am all in. Play Kyle Rudolph this week. Terrific matchup. Seattle, like I said, I think they're the third or fourth worst in the league in terms of defending the tight end. So, uh, So play Kyle Rudolph there. Um, Doug, any other Vikings you're interested in, or is this all AP for you? No, it's, it's pretty, pretty much AP and Rudolph. And by the way, the Vikings are the tenth, the tenth uh, ten, against wide receiver. So there's your answer for Baldwin. Yeah, yeah, he's a low end option this week. Uh, this could be a low scoring game, that's for sure. I'm not expecting Russell Wilson to repeat what he did. Doug, we just got a few games left as I'm looking through the schedule. Um, We've covered the 49ers, the Broncos. Yeah, we're down to uh, only a couple of games left, and and there's some of the big ones. Philadelphia Eagles traveling to the New England Patriots. Sam Bradford scheduled to return for Philadelphia, and that's going to help the situation for, in my opinion, of Jordan Matthews. 
New England gives up the 10 most fantasy points in the league to opposing wide receivers. Now, some would say it's only garbage time because the team's always down. doesn't right. matter. Still fantasy points for me. Matthews has been a bit of a disappointment. Are you willing to go with him, though, in this matchup against the Patriots? Yeah, just like you said, the, the Patriots, you know, they're, they're, they're going to be up, you know, fast. Even though his uh, Braves wide receivers are, and you know, well, and, and Gronk, are pretty much hurt. I mean, he's still Tom Brady. He's going to get it done, and he'll, he'll probably score at least 14 points in the first half. So they're going to have no choice but to throw the ball. It, it just it kills me, Anthony, that the Eagles are this mediocre and still right on the Giants' tail. It kills me. Yeah, yeah, that 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 division is just god awful all around. We know that. Um, you know, the Giants' only hope is the fact that they got the best QB in the division, and you hope he wins them a few games, despite right. the fact that they really. It's it's right now a two-player offense. It's Eli to Beckham, and that's all that's working. Um, until Unless they fix that, that's all they're going to be able to do there. We know that. Doug, Patriots side of things. LaFell, Amendola. Eagles giving up the most fantasy points to wide receivers in the league. No, like you said, no Gronk, no Edelman. Obviously, Brady plays. Where do you rank LaFell? Um, I'm sorry, not LaFell. Yeah, LaFell and Amendola. Uh, wide receiver twos, flex options. What are we doing with these guys? Uh, for me, I think they're both flex flex options. I mean, Brady, you know, as a Giants fan, I hate to say this, but he may be the best quarterback of all time, Anthony. I mean, I'm convinced now. I wasn't convinced before his fourth win, you know, six Super Bowls. I mean, no matter who the guy has out there, I mean, you and I can put mm-hmm. 40, 40 yards and, and six receptions with this guy. It's ridiculous. Man. It doesn't matter who he has. Uh, you know, whoever his wide receivers are, you play him. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna upgrade Amendola just a little bit more than a flex. I'm willing to put him in as a wide receiver too in a PPR format. LaFell, he's a little more touchdown dependent than Amendola. I'll use him as a flex, yes, but Amendola I'll upgrade up to an RB two. Well, running back situation, I'm I'm okay using Legarrette Blount. Eagles are tough against the run. Blount's been inconsistent to me. I'm okay using him, like I said, as a desperation play. I don't view LeBlount, though, as a must-start, Doug. No, I don't either. Blount's one of those guys, I mean, he's a boomer bust, and very often he's a bust, especially in PPR leagues. Um, you know, I, th- I think right now, the, the, in PPR league at least, I think Brandon Bolden's a guy to go with if you have to start one of their uh, running backs. Yeah, you know, Bolden had that big run. I'm not willing to fall for that yet. I mean, he had that 63-yarder last week. But right. that's really all he had, and James White's been a disappointment. I mean, if we're talking 14-team league, yeah, Bolden would be the guy. But anything, uh, anything bigger than anything smaller than that, I'll stay away from that whole situation. What about the tight end in New England, Chandler? A, a number one waiver wire ad across the leagues. Yeah. Uh, are you playing Scott Chandler as a replacement for Gronkowski? Yeah, I am. You know, I mean, like I said, he, he has Brady, and he's. I mean, he's obviously no Gronkowski. But I think I think he's a decent option. Um, yeah. If you're in a bind and you, and you had Gronkowski and you picked him up, I would, I would feel pretty comfortable starting him, especially with the, the wide yeah, receiver so, situation. So would I. Uh, Chandler was a good tight end for the the Buffalo Bills. Uh, had a touchdown last week. I'm okay rolling with Chandler. Uh, he's going to see some action. Don't expect Gronk numbers, but you'll you'll get decent uh, tight end numbers out of Chandler this week. Doug Sunday night, <clears throat> the Colts at the Steelers. Steelers are the best defense in the league in defending opposing running backs. Uh, I'm staying away from Frank Gore. 
But here's something interesting. The Steelers give up the fourth most fantasy points to opposing QBs. Are you willing to start Matt Hasselbeck? You know what? I am. I am. Um, I mean, he's he's had a decent two weeks uh, against Tampa Bay and against Atlanta. Um, and like, you know, the Steelers, there's a good chance that the Steelers may put some points up fast against the Colts, so they may have to depend on Hasselbeck. And, he, I mean, he, he's, you know, the guy just won't, he won't die. He just won't. He won't <laughs> He won't go away. You know, the Colts aren't afraid to let him throw the ball. 42 pass attempts last week, 32 the week before. Um, he's averaging uh, about 25 completions a game in those two games, four touchdowns, two interceptions. He's been solid. He's got a great matchup. You know, no team's on by, but if you are down on Matt Ryan, um, if you don't like Phillip Rivers' matchup, if you don't like Jameis Winston's, Russell Wilson's, or Drew Brees' matchup, Hasselbeck's got a great one. He could be a sneaky play. It's maybe even a daily league. I'm okay using T.Y. Hilton. Dante Moncrief is a flex option for me. Stay away from Frank Gore. That's my advice on that. Doug Steeler side of things. I'm playing D'Angelo Williams. I'm playing Ben Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown, and Martavius Bryant. I am not falling for Marcus Wheaton, though. Do not, do not, do not. Last week was a one-hit wonder, in my opinion. Doug, Marcus Wheaton, after that monster game, are you willing to go to him this week? No, I'm not, I'm not convinced. I'm not. I mean, the guy's got a lot of talent. Uh, he he may be, you know, he, he's one of those guys where he, he could he could make the Steelers, uh, you know, a trifecta at wide receiver, and he's just not getting it done. So I, I can't. I can't do it. Anthony, Hasselbeck or Russell Wilson? I'm going to start Wilson. You? Yeah. I think, Same with you? I think it's a safer bet. A safer bet. Yeah. I mean, I think the potential for Hasselbeck to have a three-touchdown game might be better than Wilson's. Yeah. But I think Wilson gives you less chance of a total flop that Hasselbeck right. could. That's self. I agree. The matchup agree. is there. If you're a matchup guy, and I kind of am sometimes, uh, if I don't have a clear-cut starter, you lean towards the matchup. Hasselbeck has the fourth best. The only quarterbacks with better statistical matchups this week than Matt Hasselbeck are Cam Newton, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Tom Brady. They are the only three with better matchups statistically than Matt Hasselbeck. So just keep that in mind when setting that lineup. Doug, final game of the night as we're about to wrap it up. Dallas Cowboys, they don't have much left. Um, They are traveling to Washington to play the Redskins who just don't lose at home. It's five in a row now. The Redskins have won in Washington. Um, Darren McFadden, Des Bryant, Jason Witten. What are we doing with those guys, Doug? Huh. Not a whole not not a whole lot. Not a whole lot at all. Uh Tony Romo or Austin Davis? I'm starting Romo anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I mean I, I have Des in I mean he's my flex Italy. I got my first round. You know, I'll start him. You know, I'm 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 not going to start Witten. I'm 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 over him. I love uh, you know a love fest preseason with him. Uh, you know, I'll basically I'll play McFadden, and if I have to, uh, which I kind of do, I'll flex Dez. 
enough about it for the Cowboys. That's how low. That's how low your rank could drop in Dez, though. He's no yeah. longer a wide receiver too. He's a flex option in your eyes. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, he's. I mean, I mean, no. The line that was like a god, you know, you know, from Mount Olympus preseason. They're not. They're not uh, living up to their capacity. They have, you know, who, who God knows who's playing quarterback. So, Dez is just, you know, not the guy. Yeah, yeah. The quarterback situation is a mess. Castle can't throw the ball like Romo can, and that they would hurt. kill Washington's... to have Kirk Cousins right now. They would kill to have. Oh Cousins. my gosh! That's how bad it is. Yeah, Washington side of the ball. I can't trust Cousins. It's actually a tough matchup for him. The running backs in Washington, technically on paper, have a good matchup. Matt Jones and Alfred Morris. Alfred Morris is in a standard league, maybe an RB2, but I really can't trust either one of them. Uh, it's just not good enough. Really, for me, Doug, Deshaun Jackson is a play, and Jordan Reed, the tight end for Washington, has been tremendous. Those are the two guys I'm going with on the Washington side of the ball. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, may, I, I could go with Cousins. I mean, would you Cousins or Austin Davis? Well, I mean, if you're doing that, your season's over. <laughs> you're, 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 you're playing for to not have to buy the beer for next year's draft. Uh, Kirk hey, Cousins. But, whatever works. But that's it. Whatever, whatever bet you got, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, Cousins in a really bad pinch, like you said, if you play for next year's beer. Uh, Jackson and Reed, and that's that's all she wrote. Yeah. Doug, got a couple of questions here. We've got one, really. Uh, and here's the situation. Okay. I have no idea who to play this week. Lacey. Gurley, uh, man, well, he's already used Lacey. So now right. he needs another running back to play with Lacey. Gurley, Mark Ingram, or Lamar Miller? Keep in mind there will be flex options later on. This is a couple of tiers, this question. Um, Gurley, Ingram, or Miller to go alongside Lacey? Is it PPR? Yes. Whew. That's a that, – you know, that, that that's that's I mean that's three not so great options I gotta say, but uh, for me I would go Gurley. Okay, now wide receivers Odell Beckham is a lock. My second receiver Crabtree, Macklin or Dez. Whew, man. Now this is what I recommended. I answered okay. Lacey and Ingram. And then I said the wide receiver to go with Beckham was Macklin. I like the Chiefs matchup against the Raiders. Yeah, I agree. I mean, obviously Dez is the better player, but he's just you, you can't depend on him at all. Um, I, I would, I would actually, I would go Macklin, Crabtree, Dez with those with that trio. Yeah. So I ended up then they then the person who asked said they had two flexes as well. So this okay. is what I ended up doing. Lacey and Ingram at running back, Macklin and Beckham at wide receiver, Gurley and Crabtree at the flex positions based on their matchups. No Dez. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Dan, uh, I don't know if this sounds bad, but Dez may be committing a crime this week. He's been so frustrated with his team. He's so talented. You know he's got a bad temper. It's just, it's, it's just all, all things pointing, all signs pointing down for him. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Doug, we are just about out of time tonight. Just a quick update on tonight's game. Uh, still 20-14, to 
Detroit leads. Some stat updates. Nail Rodgers up to 146 and a touchdown. Uh, Eddie Lacy, five carries, four yards. Who would have expected that dismal a performance out of him? Not me, that's for sure. Devontae Adams, four for 21 and a touch. Richard Rodgers, five for 64. Eddie Lacy, one catch for negative three yards. My God, a miserable game. Stafford's up to 170. <laughs> Amir Abdullah's rushed for 66. Golden Tate, 6 for 55. Calvin, 2 for 37 and a touchdown. Theo Reddick, 5 catches for 27 yards if you used him in a PPR league. All right, folks, we are out of time, Doug. This was terrific as always. Don't forget, you can hear the Anthony Aniano Fantasy Sports Show every Thursday night here on Blog Talk Radio or anytime on iTunes. Go to iTunes, search for the show, download, subscribe, comment, and rate. We do appreciate the support uh, for anybody who's able to do so for us. You can follow everything going on with me on rotoballer.com. Sign up for draftvalet.com. We'll happily answer your questions there. And um, don't forget, follow on Twitter at Fantasy, Facebook, the Anthony Aniano Fantasy Sports Show. Besides this show, you can hear me every Tuesday night, Rotoball of Fantasy Sports Radio, as we talk the waiver wire every week as well and recap the week that has been. Doug, this has been a lot of fun. Um, you are literally full of crap, as always. Um, there's an inside joke there, folks, if you uh, knew what Doug and I were talking about before the show. Um, it is, has nothing to do with fantasy football, so don't worry about that. But uh, I know with everything going on there, a little chaotic day for you. Uh, I appreciate you spending some time and coming on with us, as always. Uh, thanks, Anthony. I hope your team this week has really bad gas against my team. <laughs> there you go. As we, uh, You are in desperate need to beat me this week, um, so I wish you luck there as well. For Doug Dudaller, I'm Anthony Aniano. It's been a lot of fun. Hope you enjoyed the show. Have a great weekend, everybody, and we'll see you back here next week. Have a good night, folks. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.